Since 2015, it's been our pleasure entertaining you from brass commentary, controversial interviews, and sexy cave crushes. We have given you our all. We've seen other shows come and watch them go. But Inside the Cave is still here. Inside the Cave. Thought provoking ignorance. Guaranteed. Thought provoking ignorance with special guests in Cave Crush interview. It's time to go inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave. iHeartRadio, here we go. Sitting here, Deion Cole. Check this out. One of the things I'm really impressed with you by is the fact that you started writing for Conan. Mm-hmm. How was that process, man? It's great, man. It's my man. He changed my life. It was something amazing, you know. Still love him, still get down with him, you know. Cool, cool, cool. Comedians are having a hard time now, man. What do you think about the whole Roseanne issue? Especially with that being with ABC. Smart man. (laughs) Smart man, smart man. Is it true that they tried to stop an episode of Blackish about kneeling, Kaepernick kneeling? Yeah, they did. Really? Mm -hmm. Did they say why? No, it's beyond my power. No, cool, cool, cool. How is it working with the Blackish crew, man? Great, man. Fantastic. Great great group of people, family, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Check this out. If Bernie Mac was still here right now, mm-hmm. how do you think he would be in the social media atmosphere? Oh, he'd be crazy. He'd be <laughs> up there with Will Smith and the rest of them. Yeah. He's a monster. That's the big bro. What's you up? Yes, sir. My man. Deion right, Cole, baby. thanks for coming. Can you, nah, can you say, say, this is Deion Cole and I'm going inside the cave? This is Deion Cole and I'm going inside the cave. Peace. My man, thank you. Nah, man, y'all All right, now. Inside the cave. You did say you wanted to be in, right? Like inside the cave. I'm sitting here with the legendary... King of comedy and voice of the culture, D.L. Hughley. Man, the show was awesome, brother. Thank you, man. I had a wonderful time. It's one of my favorite cities in the country, man. Yes, man. And, you know, watching you do this stand-up brings me back to my favorite episode of uh, <laughs> when you taught Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was Keith. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, you know, that... I got that gig because I was the warm-up on the show. So okay. I used to oh, be a okay. warm-up. Right, right, right. And so Will was like, he's funny and gave me an episode. That's dope. It's like uh, J. Anthony Brown used to do it for Mars. Yep. So that's dope. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I, I don't know how that would work when you walk with me. I it's breaking up families. It's, 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 it's hurting homes. Yeah, like Damn, have you ever heard For death sentence for drug dealers. Right. When he um Come on, 
and Dwayne Reed on, and Walmart and Target. Come on, man. So you better start with Squid and Johnson and Johnson. Niggas ain't selling those. Come on, man. You know we ain't selling those. Those are legally prescribed drugs. Right. And so, if you want to kill drug dealer, that's all right. Corporate CEOs, start with Merck. Come on, man. And start with Johnson & Johnson. That's what I'm talking about. I, I tell, so, yeah, you can kill drug dealers. <laughs> but it's going to be a long list before you get the cookie in there. <laughs> <laughs> I got to put you on the spot. Kings of comedy, or would you rather hang with the kings of comedy? Or the four brothers? Come on, you want to come for me to keep it down. You're burning me. But I would rather come and get down. Mean I get to see him hang with Charlie again. So it's just like, you know, the sad thing is a good dynamic. So that means all these people niggas gonna live like. See you on Def Jam, man. The reunion, man, with Judy, Steve, and Sid. What was that like, man? It was like a high school year for people that never went to high school. Holy Grail, man. That's true. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
You did say you wanted to be in, right? Let's go back in the day. Let's go back in the day with Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave, the number one podcast in Shy. No, no, no. What me? What me? We rolling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's David Wills hanging out in the cave. What we doing, man? You going inside the cave, brother? I just want to ask you this real quick. What's your plan so when Donald Trump becomes our president? Uh, Donald Trump, if Donald Trump becomes president, I'm going to put together the squad. We're going to kidnap him, Whoa. take him to Mexico. We're not going to kill him. We're okay. going to drop him off on the other side of that wall. We're going to let him build it. <laughs> right. We'll let him build it first. Yeah. And then drop put him off. He's going to, oh, this well is huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you see how it feels. Swim back to America, you bastard. <laughs> Damn. Make sure he go through Florida so he get his ass ate up by an alligator Absolutely. first, though. Let's go through that water. <laughs> yeah, that whole campaign, man, people talking about they moving to Canada, but you can't just move to Canada. Right. No, you got to have skills. You gotta have a passport. You gotta marry somebody. They got free health care. They ain't just letting people in Canada. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they would have been been over there. And I want Bernie to win, to be honest. But yeah. I'm just thinking all his policies are good. But he ain't gonna live to see him. The man, <laughs> 102 years old. Right. He looked like he already was a president. Don't he? <laughs> right. You know how the presidency age you. Like, how you gonna yeah, be a founding on the, on father and a current president? You can't be <laughs> both of them. You can't sign the Constitution and enforce it. Oh my God, <laughs> hey, that's dirty. So <laughs> Hillary, Hillary want to be president so bad. She has cut her hair like George Washington. Have y'all seen him? <laughs> <laughs> she gave a speech. I thought a dollar was talking to me. I swear to God. Damn. Yeah. So, so you, anyway, so you saying Bernie uh, inauguration gonna be his funeral too, huh? Man, he gonna walk. Hurry <laughs> me in. Hurry up. <laughs> and then Hillary. Uh, the cool thing about it, if she make it, actually, Bill will be back in the White House. Yeah. Right. With nothing to do. Fuck it. So oh, everybody man. gets it. He that. coming out Party with that time. thing swinging. <laughs> <laughs> he on break for four years and she working. <laughs> and I was thinking it'd be funny though if uh she get in and she get caught having sex in the oh, White House. Oh, man. Yeah. With Monica. Oh, oh, damn. Who said that? I gotta leave the cave, y'all. I'm David Williams, man. Thanks, David Williams. How's it how's it being on the set though, man? Oh, this is gonna be a fantastic project. Jay Davis and Dante Diesel, man. Yeah. I'm I'm glad to do it. I've seen their other work and I'm I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm just rushing right now because I got a show that started a long time ago. Okay. All right. Right. Thanks, Thanks a lot, man. man. Let's go back in the day. Let's go back in the day with Inside the Cave. Inside the cave. Alright, we are still on set of Not Another Black Movie, and we are talking to the breast comedian in Chicago. State your name, gangster. I am Tanisha, just Nisha Wright. Comedian extraordinaire. No, no. Everybody keeps saying that, everybody keeps saying that you're so funny. What's so funny about you? I don't know. Tell me something funny. What's your role in uh, Not Another Black Movie? I am Maxine Brewster. I am the fiance of Martin Cole, who was played by Roddy Perry. I think we are doing couples counseling. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, when people look at you, would they, would they, is their natural reaction to think that you're a comedian? I know it ain't. Not with my titties out, right. but on a regular day, yeah. For real? Yeah. I would never think 
you know. Why, I, why wouldn't you think? What do females like, you know, look like? Well, not like you. I, I, when I think of female comedian, <laughs> when I think of female comedian, I think of Whoopi Goldberg. And, I'm not, and there's nothing wrong with Whoopi Goldberg. Remember, I got some heat when I interviewed the one girls. The, I interviewed these white oh, girls. Oh, yeah, the white girls. Uh, from, they got a podcast called Nah Nothing. What's the name of that podcast? I don't know who cares. But anyway, I interviewed these white girls, <laughs> and, they, and they think I'm a sexist pig because I don't think female comedians should look good as, as well as be funny. Oh, what yeah. the fuck type of shit? Yeah, so, but, but, I'm, but I'm surprised, though. I'm surprised. You're but surprised. You, you yeah. got any other words you want to get out right now? Um, not at this time. <laughs> but, but yeah, that is pretty... Um, but see, I, I just want to say, I, I wouldn't ever expect to listen to hear something funny from like... I, I typecast people. There's nothing wrong with that. What Jay do? There's nothing wrong with that. Right? Yeah, think about, okay, what's the first thing? Would you look at me and think I'm uh, hosting a podcast? You think I'm selling drugs, right? You typecast yourself. Tell the truth. Would you think that I'd really be no, a first I man think on my you was a bootleg DVD salesman. See, exactly. see, see. You know what I'm saying? But I host a podcast. She hosts a podcast. Yeah. My first man, I'm like, damn, did you just get out the joint? <laughs> so, see, see what I'm saying? So, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what and we was only 14. I would have never thought that you would be a comedian when I first started. What you think I would be? Model. Exactly. Uh, that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. You don't have to look. So you know what? The first time I seen you, I seen you and Dave, Dave Davis do a uh, skit just about behind the scenes. Okay. That was the most funniest thing. What's the name? What, what sketch was that? Uh, VH1 behind the scenes. Oh, that was her. That was me. Tangerine. Tangerine. Oh, that was super funny. Oh, my connection was okay. So, so how long? How long have you been doing comedy? I've been doing comedy for four years. Now. Okay. Good. Yeah. So in four years, now you're known as the, no, not to be funny, you're known as the, the best comedian. Uh, comedian of the year. Comedian, that's, the best, that's the best comedian you've ever Well, that's what they said. For this year? For this year, yeah. yeah. It's, it's wow, so who okay. are all the people you stomped over to be the best? Don't oh, put them on my blast. God, Tell them who it is. No, <laughs> no, that's the type of shit I do. I just had a lot of people voted for me, so that's I'm what's like, up. So where you be performing at? Um, SLR Bar every Monday night. I do every Monday. Yeah, that's my show. Okay. Yeah. Every is, that, is that an invite for Inside the Cave? Yes, oh, Inside okay. the Cave needs to be at Monday night, and then I'm everywhere else. So I don't do uh, Laugh Factory. We got jokes enough all the time. Put us up now. Riddles. Everybody got a comedy night, so I'm everywhere. Y'all gotta look me up. Google it. Yeah, Google me and, and come out. Got you. I'm gonna support you. I definitely got you. I got you. So what is this gonna be on the podcast? This is on the podcast. It's gonna be on our YouTube channel. It's gonna be on our uh, back page page. We got a back page. Yeah. That's what ugly. Put me on the front page. We got a Craigslist page. We got everything. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's listening. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. We everywhere, baby. Hey, boo. That's cool. Shout out. Okay. All right. What up, what up, what up, what up? So this is the first time we're doing this. We're actually interviewing you while we are we your... Yeah, y'all interviewing me, and I'm interviewing y'all. At the same time, the same thing. At the same damn time. It's at the cave. It's at this hot ass room. Right, right. It's too hot. It's hot. I'm going to sweat my perm out. Makeup sweat. Okay. <laughs> I want to keep going. Uh, okay, okay. okay. Uh, now, you said you said you were... How long you been knowing Jay? Oh and, and Dante Diesel. And Dante Diesel. Shout out to Dante Diesel. Shout out to Dante Diesel. Make that known. All right, I've been doing a bad job of that. All right. Yeah. Dante Diesel, the man behind everything. He everything. quiet. He don't say much, so you kind of forget about him. Yeah. But he the man behind all. But he did punk CB earlier. Yeah, he did. Oh, he called me up, Corey boy. I know, I know these guys. How we know some of the same people? Yeah. Linda Harden. What's up? Well, that's a girl. Corey is a girl. Um, Corey. 
Okay. 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 When he was on the radio show. So oh, I was like, that's what, what year? Because I was on, that's how I started on Jay's show. Man, it had to be, what's the 2016? So it had to be like 2013. It was, I was really. Okay, okay, I had just, I stopped doing it by then. Oh. Oh, you used to co host it? Yeah, I used to be the co host. Oh, okay, well, yeah. I was on the original show. Oh, the original show. So you missed the good That's kind of when you got fired. Yeah, that is true. Jay didn't fire me, the other guy didn't fire me. This is true. Marcus Moore, Marcus Moore fired me. Marcus Moore fired me. Yeah, Marcus Moore fired me. Now look at him. He is at the game. Watch the podcast. Look what you did. In Chicago. This could have been you. Exactly. You could have been SLK. I'm bullshit. I'm bullshit. You get fired by Marcus Moore. You always have to fucking get back to Marcus Moore. They going on in. They going in on Marcus Moore. We just have a fun, man. Uh, gonna get your ass beat by Marcus Moore, too. Yeah. Let's gonna... see this video. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hey, give me a shout-out and say, hey, hey, I'm going. You say whatever, however you want to say it. CB? Yeah. You can say how. Both of y'all? Yeah, CB, Joe, whatever. But say your name, say however you want to say it, but say I'm going inside. Okay, you can do any kind of way you want to say it. Bad. It's just me. I'm going inside the cave. Where the fuck is the cave? But we in that bitch all day, every day. Check out the podcast. They doing big things. We out. Appreciate it. No the breast comedian in Chicago. Who no said that? Exactly. Who said that? Is that my new? Big Dogs Country Rap Team of the Week. Big Dogs Country Rap Let's go back in the day. Let's go back in the day. With Inside the Cave. Oh, man, with a legend. Could not sit nowhere. Okay, standing here. Standing here with a comedy legend right here. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. That just means I ain't quit. I ain't quit yet. Yeah. Yeah. Rodney Perry, man. Hey, now you were just telling you've been in the game. How long now? Oh, man, I've been doing stand-up over 20. You know, I say 20... It's, it's 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 really probably closer to thirty almost, mm -hmm. and uh, I guess when you've been doing something that long, you start to get the L word thrown out. You know, mm -hmm. just the fact that you haven't quit because that's the secret to the game, as I see it. If you if you don't quit, you always got a chance to win. Yeah, because well, you came in at uh, the legendary era. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. A, a comedy. It was a Rudy Poo. During that era, though, like the early 90s, yeah, man. you know, Def Jam, yeah. the height of Comic View. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen all the shows when black people was on sitcoms. Right, <laughs> right. You know, um, and it's good to see sitcoms coming back now yeah, with, man. you know, Uncle Buck, of course, but we lost Uncle Buck. But, um, you know, Blackish and shows like that. Right. It's good to see black people. We, we, we cool again. Right. right. You right. know, which is interesting. So, um yeah, man, it's uh, I did definitely came through a great era, okay. you know, in comedy. And it, it was people ahead of me that that's uh, that's not ahead of me no more. Mm -hmm. yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about it. Now, uh, my first question before we get into anything else, mm -hmm. I ask right. this: What is your plans for when Donald Trump becomes president? Uh, what what is my plan? Yeah. Well, that would that would make me that would make me believe that Donald Trump is going to be the president. I don't, <laughs> I don't I don't think so. But I mean, it's this is the crazy thing. It could happen, and so that's not a that's not an absurd question. Right. Uh, my plans is uh, I'm gonna go to the Sears Tower and uh, I'm gonna piss off the top. <laughs> I mean, anything can happen in America. <laughs> If Donald Trump could be president, oh, I shit. could successfully piss off the top of the <laughs> seat. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you, don't look up. 
It's raining today. No rain. By the time that piss come from the Sears Tower, it's gonna be little rocks, little chicklets. Yeah. Oh man. Now you know what I like. You was on the Monique show. Yeah, man. Very big. What happened with it? That was that was that was one of the best night shows. Like, well, well, you know, I mean, um, a lot of things happened behind the scenes that people may or may not know about. Monique has talked about it on stage, so I feel comfortable talking right, about it. Right. Mm -hmm. First of all, we never got fired. Right. Right. You know, we never got like even if you Google right now, uh, they, you know. They 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 put us this this is what I the phone call I got. Hey, we've been, we've been put on indefinite hiatus. Yeah, because they made it seem like you were coming right. They made it seem like it was right. coming back. Yeah. And so of course, you know, five years later they came back. But it was uh we we got put on what they call indefinite hiatus. Um, it was some some rift between Monique and the higher ups at BET. And uh, long story short, man, you can't make people let you play with their ball. And that's why I describe it. So, you know, that's why people like Tyler Perry are in a really great position mm -hmm. because yeah. he, he don't ask nobody to play with his ball with their ball. Right. He create he create mm -hmm. and that's what we all have to do, create, yeah. and then you kinda call the shots with your ball. Right. Well, right. who played with your ball? Right. You know, so that's like the playground. Yeah. You know, if you got the ball, you can be like, you know what, I'm going home. Exactly. You know? yeah. But you know, if you playing with somebody else's ball when they leave, the game is over. So that's that's kind of you know uh, to, to use a metaphor that's kind of what happened in a nutshell along the story and, right, right. and there there was some egos involved but yeah. long long story short man it was a great thing it was great yeah. for black people classic. It, was yeah. it, it gave it gave a lot of artists a new lease Force MDs oh. <laughs> I'm you I can't run into the Force MDs without him hugging my neck like dude we can eat now because of y'all bro really? when they yeah. put when you had uh. Kid and play on there. Kid and play. Big Daddy Kane. Yes. Uh, new edition. Yeah. We, we was at the head of. We, we got the game put back on TV. Yeah. yeah. The game yeah. was gone. That's right. That's right. And That's we right. did the campaign to get people back on TV. So it, it was it was a great it was a great opportunity for me personally. Yeah. And then you know of course it was great for black people in general. So how, how did you like that role, man? Well, well, you know, I, like, took, I took some criticism. Because mm -hmm. you know, it was like Flavor Flav almost, but like... I'm not going to... No, 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 Flavor Flav. Flav. No, 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 no. Flavor was cool. What do you mean by Flavor Flav? I'm talking about you was the hype man. Yeah, I was definitely the hype man. You know, I looked at it in a couple of respects. First of all, you're going to spend some part of your journey in service. So I was in service to Monique. Whatever she needed, I was there to provide it. I just happened to got to get to do it on camera, yeah, okay. you know, and, and, and that's kind of been my journey, man. I was on Bill Bellamy's Who's Got Jokes. Right. I was on, on Monique's show, and it takes me back to my Navy days. I had one of my Navy boys back in the day. I had no car, and he would hit me up Saturday morning. Hey, Rock, come down here help me wash my car. What I look like washing your damn car. <laughs> he said, no, bro, don't look at it like that. Don't look at it like you're washing my car. Look like you're washing the car that you're going to have one day. Right, uh, right. So nice. it, that okay. that seemed like game, mm -hmm. but when I'm working with Bill Bellamy on Who's Got Jokes, I'm helping him wash his car. Right. When I'm working with Monique on the Monique show, I'm helping her wash her car. Yeah. So what do that prepare me for? When I get my opportunity on Bounce TV to have my own show, mm -hmm. I wash my own car. Yeah. And if you be somebody, uh, wash your car. Oh, when you go to Bounce, just get it. I'll let you know. Yeah, get yeah. <laughs> Okay. We can detail Kyle. Yeah, we can detail. Yeah, we can detail Kyle. So no, I have a relationship with them still, you know. I mean, you know, when you when you spend that much time with people producing the show, mm -hmm. it's fun, man. I mean, mm -hmm. we really have fun. Like, 
Uh, Monique's still my girl. I talk to her at least once or twice a month. Um, Bill Bellamy is my guy, you know, and uh, I mean, I mean we still friends, you know. So, yeah. you know, and now I'm building, you know, it's, it's all about producing and creating. That's what I learned from them. You got to create yeah, your right. own stuff. That's what's beautiful about being on this set right yeah, now. Yeah, It's create create some movies. Yeah, man. Okay. And, uh, and, and, and now tell us about your role in Not Another Black Movie. Uh, I play um, uh, Martin Cole. Uh, I'm an off the chain therapist with some um, with some questionable techniques, you know. And um, the movie, not another black movie, is a spoof movie. So you start seeing little elements of stuff you saw before. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta nod to Training Day. We gotta nod okay. to some other movies in this one scene. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I just love you know Jay Davis and his his friends and family. Everybody put this movie together yeah. because Dante. Yeah. I mean, these guys get it done. Yeah. And you know, I've been in Hollywood a long time, mm -hmm. and a lot of people talk about what they're gonna do. You know, like, hey, I got a script. You want to see it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jay and Dante because they actually are getting it done. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and they called me. They was like, man, who's surprised you asked the call? I'm like, dude, I know y'all. I've been paying attention. And you from the shy? That's what's so up. So I've been watching your track record. This is our third movie. That's what's up. Man. I'm in. That's Let's what's do up this. Right yeah. there, man. That's good stuff. That's your college. And, and, they, and they had the money. My name, my real name is Courtney. He could never say Courtney. He said, Coleo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. And, 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 and for a while, I just thought that really was my name. Coleo. I, I had that uncle always used to have candy bars in his pocket. Oh. Melt it down. And get, you, want a, you want a candy bar, nephew? <laughs> I used to always eat that shit, though, man. That was the best candy bar ever, man. I'm pretty sure I'm going to uh, get a good answer on this. What's your plans when Donald Trump becomes president? 
Man, shit, I'm sticking to plan A. Keep grinding and hustling, because okay. ain't shit I can Man. do about that. Yeah. I don't yeah. have no control over that, but I just... I'm sticking to plan A, player. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, Riding and hustling, man. I don't know nothing else. What do you think about these women, all these beautiful women on this on this set, bro? Oh, it's a lot of beautiful women on this set, man. Have you missed? Of, have you skipped any lines? Missed any lines? Oh yeah, I, I just did the uh, the old mother of uh, first friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did the same with her, man. Did you have a cracking up, bro? Yeah, I had a cracking <laughs> up. <laughs> Uncle Earl. Yeah. It was fun, man. It's a lot of fun out here. Yeah. You know, the women cool. Everybody cool. Everybody mm -hmm. get along. It ain't no, yeah, right. no beef or no, ain't nobody right. bigger than the other right. out here, you know. That's what's up right there. Man. Yeah, because we had Jay out here do, being our cameraman at his own set. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Our camera just went down. <laughs> putting his ass yeah, to work. Man. I don't know who did that man mullet, man, but <laughs> Damn. Hey, man, he need to put that on his uh, taxes, man. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yeah, I paid for that mullet <laughs> on his taxes. Got a mullet. <laughs> You know. the first black you've ever seen with a mother. Yeah, yeah, you know. Hey, so tell us what your role is on this movie, man. Um, I'm playing Uncle Earl, man. You know, he, he down with everybody. Uncle Earl, one of them uncles like everybody got in the family. But he just hate, he can't stand Jimmy, man. <laughs> he can't stand Every time Jimmy. he see Jimmy, he got to, you know, got to let him know what's, who the boss is, man. Mm -hmm. uh, how you think, what you think about that blue dress right there, man? Oh, man, I mean, listen here. I know there's listeners out here. So I'm gonna keep it PG, man. Oh, no, you ain't gotta do that. Oh, no. you say whatever you oh, wanna say. You let it go. See, I think she wanna get pregnant, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Hey, happy, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Yeah, man. If I get somebody pregnant today, would that, would that you know, be deserving of Father's Day? Yeah, oh, yeah, most definitely. Okay. <laughs> you know. About 12 o'clock, 12 a.m. Yeah, most definitely, bro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, all right. Now, 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 uh, What's it like working with Damon Williams and Janet Huber and all that? Like, what's what's that been like, man, coming on this set doing that? Well, it's been a real blessing, man, because you know I grew up watching Damon Williams on stage. Yeah. As a comedian, I grew up watching uh, her on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Right. And so uh, it's just a blessing, man. It's a dream come true, man. Yeah. Actually, because uh, to do something you love to do and have fun doing it. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, man. And the scenery is quite nice. <laughs> the scenery is great. Yeah, the scenery on here is great. Yeah, see? Just Damn, that's white what you Yeah. <laughs> throwing stuff at you, know. So, so where you see white girls yeah, throwing stuff at you at a black barbecue, you know what yeah. I'm saying? With a knee brace on. <laughs> With a knee brace on. <laughs> hey, you're probably the breast actress on set. Just want to let you know. Oh. You're the breast actress. Yeah, hope she caught that. Yeah, man. <laughs> Catch these. <laughs> well, why she throwing stuff? Hey, man. Uh, what you got going on outside of uh, outside of not another black movie, man? Well, you know, I do I do comedy shows all over the place, man. Okay. okay. We do college campus all over the place. Right now, I've been I've been focused on doing this acting thing. So so I just take one thing at a time and focus on it. Struggling. Try to get it right. Now you do you do stand up? Yes, sir. Man, what's yes, it like sir. doing stand up, man? Like like you have to memorize like what what's the longest set you ever done? Well, it's times I done done forty five minutes to an hour. Wow. You know, that's just because the other comedians didn't show up. Right? Was running late or something, right? You know what I'm saying? When your back against the wall, I fight hard when my back right. against the wall. Right, so. right. So, you know, it's a blessing, man. I, I love doing it because you better express yourself. Mm -hmm. to a room of people who don't know you 
and you gotta paint the picture. I like I'm a storyteller, so I like right. to paint pictures. Yeah. Hey, weren't you at uh, did you perform at uh at Output that one year Jay had the live uh band, the live performance? Yes, sir, yes sir, I did. Yeah, man. cause I, I when he said family, I said, Yeah, I remember buddy, cause I was talking to you, I was just about to get married and I was like, Man, people playing at weddings, they thinking about what food and this and that. I said, Man, I want to do that. My wet, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember you yeah. talked to me too. Yeah, I was like, "Hey man, I'm trying to get buddy at the wet damn yeah, or everything else." I yeah, remember man. Remember that? Yeah. I remember that. And I told you, yeah, you never called me, man. Yeah, right? man. The budget dog. It wasn't oh, in the budget. That damn budget, man. You know still call me. But you know, you got to respect that though, because isn't that the worst thing? Somebody to call you up and waste your time, knowing they ain't got no money to give you though. Right. That, to me, that's the worst. Though. Yeah, because we, we definitely wanted being them, real is the best thing. Yeah, yeah. Some kind, yeah. Sometimes guys will do it for free. It just depends. Yeah. Oh man, I'd have gave you some food though. A place <laughs> you ate good as hell though. But that was when I first started. But now nah, I'm real real right. can't do that no more. Hey, <laughs> man, he, was, hey, he was funny as hell though. I ain't gonna lie. I was I like, man, this dude a fool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just like to take real life stories and make people laugh. Man. What's your go to like like uh, like like musicians? They have a go to song. They gonna always go to. What's right. your What's your go to joke? If you one had, if you one had, of my go to jokes. Yeah, if you just said like somebody said, "Be funny right now or die." What would you What would you just give them? I give them man because I cut hair too, man. I cut hair in the barbershop. Isn't the barbershop like the best place to like yeah. build jokes yep, and stuff, exactly. man? I'm on 111 Longwood Beverly Barbershop, but. But I, I tell uh, I tell the men, man, don't be standing me in the eyes when I'm lying to your mustache, man. I don't like that, man. Oh man, you know, <laughs> guy standing me in the eyes while I'm lying to his mustache. You better blink or something, man. You know what I'm saying? Guy kept standing me, man, so I spritzed his whole face, man. That's how he walked out the shop. Looked like he was still looking up, man. And fellas, man, if you going ball, man, just go ball, man. Cut don't cut that shit off, man. Don't try to hold on to it. <laughs> I got this one dude got two pay goo on top of his head, want me to cut it like his regular hair. Yeah. I cut that shit down to the net, man. I gave him a design in 2002. That shit's still in there, man. I was like, look at that asshole walking out. I'm gonna want to cut his hair, man. <laughs> One yeah. guy got mad at me. Stop asking for your eyebrows to be arched on the low, man. Oh, you can try to whisper, hey, man, touch up here. I said, what'd you say? What'd you say? <laughs> hey, man, touch up here. Oh, you want your eyebrows arched? <laughs> yeah, make me be, nah. look like Beyonce. Oh, oh man. Nah. That's crazy, but, you man. You know, to each his own, man. That is crazy, nah. man. You got the money, I'll do all of it, man. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, man. Hey, uh, so, like, it, like being in a barbershop, I know, like, for me, I hear the funniest stuff yeah. in a barbershop. So, like, do you create a lot of your material for stand-up just sitting in the barbershop or just listening to people talk? A lot of times, man, it's, it's questions you ask, man. Somebody just asked me that because a lot of times I go to the uh, comics club. Uh, excuse me. Like I don't have no material in my brain. Yeah. But I could be at the shop and come up with a whole set. Right. In the shop, just just listening to different stuff, you know. Hey man, I heard the funniest thing. I never got. I was in Kansas City, and I was at the barber shop, and I love this barber shop because it was always a story. Yeah. This dude had a dope house, right? Right. And he had an alarm system hooked up to the police at his yeah. dope house. Somebody robbed his house for some TVs. He let the alarm system go through. You know how you was put put the yeah. numbers in. Yeah. This is a truth. This was on the fucking news. He put. He didn't put the code in. The police. The the, the people called. Said, yeah, I need the police here. My 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 TVs and stuff was stolen. <laughs> right. They came in there and found out this was the dope house supplying wow. the city. 
Wow. I'm sitting back like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, man. Wow. <laughs> you actually Kill called yourself the police. You over. called this. I never get this. 2012, man. He called the police on some TVs, and he. I think yeah. they said he had. Man, he was growing marijuana. He had uh, uh, he uh, heroin. Himself, huh? Right. Oh, right. Like, For some TVs that he could have bought. I got same a buddy day. worse than that, man. He used to work for the police department. His job was to knock on the door to bust the, the dope man. And they, they, they made him smoke a cracker. And he just turned to a smoker right then and there. And, and he told him, hey, man, the police on the outside about to bust y'all, man. I don't want y'all to let this good shit go to waste, man. Oh, shit. Hey, man, he quit right there on the spot, man. Turned to a smoker, man. You know, Hell no. <laughs> them type of niggas I grew up with, you know. <laughs> hey, when your next uh, show, man? You got something coming up soon? You know, a lot of people be like, you know, my next big show, this and that. I ain't got shit going on. Man. I'm, trying, I'm trying to get it popping, man. I ain't gonna need lie, man. Hey, you got the you got I, the movie going? I'm keeping it real. Yeah, I got the movie real going. Talk. See, see, it ain't over for me, man. Real That's why I, I didn't feel that bad. Right. right <laughs> you know, I'm on. I'm on it, man. So if y'all got a show out there, get in contact with me, man. Comedian fam, old man. You got something for me? I be at your backyard, your mama house. I be yeah, there, man. Like Crack jokes make y'all laugh, man. I like to hear shit like that, man. You know what I'm saying? Cause I got, I got an old school joke. Y'all want to hear old school yeah, yeah, joke, please, man? Please, yeah. please, please. Fuck it, man. Just do it. It was this slave owner, man. Yeah. Y'all can take this to, to work and fuck it up. All y'all gonna do? <laughs> it was, a, it was a slave owner. He had 50 slaves on his plantation. Yeah. He had one slave to the side by himself selling lemonade. He told his son. He said, son. I want you to watch over the slaves while I'm gone. Whatever you do, don't go over there fucking with that one slave by itself. That's one smart son of a bitch. So his father going to town, right out of curiosity, he go right over to that one slave. He said, give me some lemonade, boy. Slave said, okay, sir. One lemonade coming up. He said, sir, I bet you $500 that you's got hemorrhoids. He said, I ain't got no hemorrhoids, boy. He said, sir, I'll bet you $500 that you's got hemorrhoids. The white boy said, okay, then let's do the test. He dropped his pants down. The, the slave did the hemorrhoid test on him. He said, no, sir, you do not have hemorrhoids. He said, I know I ain't got no hemorrhoids. He's pulling his pants back up. He said, give my money. He said, okay, sir, just like I promised. $100, $200, $300, $400, The white boy got so happy, he snatched the money up. He went back over there. His father come back into town. He said, Paul, Paul, I thought you said don't go mess with that one slave. That was one smart son of a bitch. He bet me $500 that I didn't have hemorrhoids. He said, you dumb son of a bitch. He bet me 5000 He have his finger up your ass by the time I come back from town. Hell no. I tell you what, oh, take that with y'all, man. Yeah, work, fuck it man. Up, right. fuck it up, man. Yeah. Hey, I tell you it's what, it's gonna happen. I've, I've been trying to do uh, stand up myself, oh, sure. and, uh, oh, it, it, it really hasn't been working. Uh, here's, here you go. Uh, what's a Mexican's favorite sport? What is it? cross country? Cross Get country. Get it. Oh man, listen <laughs> See, that's the problem. You can't he, try to do stand up. You got to do it. That's why he's sitting down. 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 He can't do stand up. All right, when, let me ask you a question then. When do a blind man know when he woke up? <laughs> or was it all a dream? <laughs> I'm done, man. <laughs> How do a Mexican baby got to be before they give him a whole jalapeno pepper? Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, I don't know neither. I just asked. <laughs> That's what I was asking. Hell no. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Uncle let me ask you this. Now, it's about, Jada, go over this. We'll go over there for a second. I got to ask a question to my daughter. Yes, sir. Okay, okay, now it's about, let's see, one, two, three, four. It's about four women over here. Go over there, please. I got to ask a serious yes, question. Uh, what's the ratio you think? How many women do you think have panties on in here? How many women you think don't have panties um, on? Well, it's a, it's, it's a couple of women walking around, man. I'm, I'm looking at like. I've already seen a couple of things already. Like, got to be about three women and about four niggas that ain't got drawers <laughs> on. <man. laughs> myself was one, you know. But, you know, we out here. We out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey man, why they call you Famo, man? It's short for family, man. Cause I, I like to, I like the kind of comedy to bring everybody together, man. I feel like somebody you know, man. You yeah, know, yeah, right. You know, them the kind of comedians I like. So that's the kind I aim to be, you know. Right, 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 right. Like I know this guy already, you know. Yeah, make yeah. make them feel like they at home and stuff like yes, that. Sir. Yeah, yeah. That's why you say you do backyard parties, all yeah, that kind of all stuff. that shit, man. Yeah, that's what's up, man. My daughter gotta eat, man. Yeah, tell I me. Tell me about it, brother. Hey, man, give everybody your social media where people can contact you and all that kind of stuff. On all that social media, you can find me on the Comedian Famo, man. Yeah. Look me up, man. I got a bunch of funny skits with a bunch of funny homies, man. We out here doing it, man. Get up with me, too, man. Comedian Famo, man. So book me for one of your shows, man. Yeah, I'd like to have you on again do a whole show with you. Yeah, I promise you it's going to be hot, man. Yep. Promise. Hold on, hold on. Guess Matter of fact, let me ask you this. We have a segment on our show called Kill Yourself and Start Over. Yeah. Yeah. You got anybody you want to just tell them kill yourself and start over, man? Yeah, I, I just want, I, I can't stand up people who say they tried to commit suicide. No, you didn't. You, you know how to kill yourself, you know what I'm saying? It's easy, man. Go in the police department and pop a shot in the air and be like, y'all right. know what this is. Right. <laughs> Watch what happens, man. Go on 79th and Cottage Grove and be like, hey, right. hey Mo, what Just up, walk. Mo? Yep. Hey, go out west, west and be like, what up, folks? Yep. Hey, it's where the kids here, man. Go do a, do a swan dive off the uh, side of the bridge, man. Perfect, right into an 18-wheeler truck. Perfect swan dive, man. I, I tried to kill myself. Yeah, Man, oh, man, you get it done right, right like, there. I can't right. stand people say they tried to kill yourself. I, I always stop in their tracks. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Damn, you are you a failure at everything. You can't yeah. even kill yourself that's right the best, before. That's the best answer we have for kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You don't yeah. get no better than that. Yeah, Comedian Famo on Inside the Cave. Hey, yes, brother, sir. give me a drop, man. I Just can't say this. wait, man. Uh, Famo, and I'm going Inside the Cave. Hey, my name is Comedian Famo, man. I'm going Inside the Cave, man. Watch out, man, Harambe. I kill monkeys, man. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, man. man. Look, man. Hey, oh. didn't you do the eulogy at the funeral, girl? The eulogy? Yeah, at the gorilla funeral. Oh, man. No, man. I did it. I think that was your gay uncle, man. I think, <laughs> I think it was your gay uncle, man. I did his eulogy. And, uh, hey, what kind of cast hey. he hit? Yeah, man. Like, he, he had a, it was a big dick. <laughs> a wooden dick. Hey, 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 but how he died over? Uh, leather dick, look. Leather, leather casket. This nigga had a leather dick casket. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
man. Hey, hey, how you die, though, Uncle Earl? Yeah, how you die? How you die? <laughs> Over a bungee, jumped over some dildos, man. <laughs> Fuck around and somebody cut the cord on them, you know. Tip of shit. Oh, man. Oh, man. Look, man. Hey, they call that nigga Lil Blukey in high school, man. Blood and Dookie, man. <laughs> <laughs> call him Lil Blukey. <laughs> Blood and Dookie. Oh, man. Oh, Go ahead. reach around. Lil reach around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was comedian Famo inside the cave, man. Hey, good looking out, Famo. Love, man. Love y'all, Uncle Will. Yeah, Uncle Will. Happy Father's Day, man. Yeah, yeah check yeah. us out. Happy Father's Day to you. That's what's up. Bro. All right, now. Thanks, man. All right, All right man. bro. Appreciate it. Big Dogs Country Rap Team of the Week. Big Dogs Country Rap Team of the Week. Of the Week. And I'm going inside the cave. Let's go back in the day. Let's go back in the day with Inside the Cave. And we got a Chicago, another Chicago legend. I've been having a lot of them on lately, man. But this guy right here, the Destin legend. Let me tell you something. This guy, he's done so much. Comedy legend, man. Chicagoland area. Got the morning show on lock. He's done a lot of things, but let me say one thing that he has done that I'll never forget. He's single, he doesn't even know this, but in 06 or maybe 07, I can't remember what year it was, Joe, this guy had on three porn stars on WGCI, it was Saturday afternoon. I'll never, I'll never forget it. He had three porn stars on. Ja and then the crazy thing about it, right? One of them is making headlines right now. Jasmine Cashmere. Yeah. And I forget yeah. the other two. But let me introduce, let me bring him in right now. The Destin legend from Chicago. The morning takeover. My main man. The only guy that ever beat CB in a bet a few years ago when I lost because the Lakers ain't had any shit together. My man, Leon Rogers. What's happening, man? Man, what's up, brother? What's good? How you feeling, man? Man, you already know. But, Leon, let's get right back to that intro, man, because I forgot about that. What was the other two girls you had on there, man? Uh, we had we had Jasmine Cash, I mean, it was Jasmine Cashmere, uh, Watchy Reynolds, and Misty Stone. Uh, what so, the? Oh, my God. Had, I, just had had Mis that. I just had Misty Stone on the show, too. Oh, my God. I forgot <laughs> about that. You had Roxy yeah. Reynolds, Jasmine Cashmere, and Misty Stone. Yeah, and Jazz is like a very good friend of mine, though. I've known her forever. Like, she's from Joliet. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, so all she brothers had to shot before she left. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just like, where? She's from the lab? Yeah. How come I that? Yeah, man, my, my, man, so yeah, I want to shout out my out forever. I want to shout out my cousin JJ. You know, Leon didn't say this, but I'm gonna say my shout out my cousin JJ. He uh he said he got some action from her before she got famous. So I just want to shout out my cousin JJ <laughs> for getting that in, man. Hey, but Leon, th that was a big deal because was was GCI ran by Clear Channel back then or no? Uh, yeah, it's always been run by Clear Channel. Uh, Elroy Smith. It was even a big deal because Edward Smith was our program director. He's very religious brother. So. Yeah, and I, I couldn't believe. Yeah. And then, the, and then I remember how that ended. Some girl called in, and Jasmine was like, "All right, you just hang out with us tonight, and we're gonna get it in." And that's the way that segment ended on on GCI at like five in the evening. I just couldn't believe. It might have been earlier than that. I just couldn't believe. No, it was. It was. It was on the block party from ten to two. Ten to two. Okay. Okay. Ten to two on Saturday. I just yeah. I never forget that Leon. That that was that's classic 
that I don't think that has ever been done other than like Howard Stern, man. I'm serious. I don't <laughs> think that has ever been done like on on on. Ah, uh, that that's class. I can't think of it. anybody else had porn stars on. Like, can you can you think of anybody doing something like that? Oh yeah, I mean Howard Stern does it all the time. But in yeah. Chicago, I mean, you know, what I'm saying like even the other station that that y'all go, they 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 seem like they do a lot of other stuff, but they ain't did nothing like that. I can't. I mean, that right. was just classic, Leon. You going? You, that's history for right there, man. Seriously, to me. Hey, right? man, it was just it was just trying to be. We were being funny. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be different, and we just glad people liked it. It was actually me and my man, Ahmed Gordon. Okay. He was my producer at the time, man. It was just having fun, man. Doing something different. Yeah. You I, know, trying, I trying to be ahead of the curve. I'll never forget that, man. That was just a classic one to me. Now, let me ask you a question, man. Uh, we're going to get into your career, but now you 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 got the morning show now, and uh, what, what happened because... Well, it's, it's actually, it's, it's, a, it's a team of us. It's actually me, uh, Kyle Santillian, good brother named Kyle, and, uh, and uh, Kendra G. Yeah, Kendra G. Now, uh, what happened with uh, Tony Skull and uh, Nina? I don't have no idea. Okay. I just worked there. But you know what? Yeah, something we don't get into. I mean, you know, you would have to ask Tony that. All right, cool. But here's the thing, though, Leon. Chicago, and this goes into the, we're going to talk about the NBA, too. It's something about Chicago that I'm missing here. And maybe you can help me out with this. Chicago is the number three market in the United States. You know, and, Uh um, and to me, it seems like we don't get the credit we deserve. If you ran the morning station, the, the top morning show in Chicago, which GCI is the big station, it seems like you should have doors wide open. You should be able to go anywhere, do anything. When Crazy Howard left, I don't, I haven't heard from him. He was great. Same thing with, you know, Tony Scott. What what do you think it is about Chicago that it seems like the door should be wide? It seems like you when you run Chicago, it's like if you were in New York and you ran the top station in New York, you go anywhere. Oh, you ran New York? Oh, bet. You can have this job. You get. It seems like Chicago, what, what is it about Chicago? I don't know why it seems, it seems like it should be more doors uh, open. I don't, I don't think it's that way. I think a lot of people leave Chicago and have success. You guys don't care because you don't work on their side. I mean, people go away and have great careers and move around. It's all what you make of it at the end of the day. It has really nothing to do with the market because just like you have people that were probably in New York mm-hmm. and uh, left New York and didn't work anywhere else. You know, it's it's all based on how you market and push yourself, you know, so, and what you gain. Like, you know, you, you when you work at a radio station, any radio station, you have to make that radio station work for you. So you have to let those letters work for you also while you're working for them. True. So uh, it's all about what you what you do with your time while you're there. That's true. That's true, yeah, man. Very true. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta work it yourself, man. That is true. I mean you just think think about the DJs that mix on the station. Yeah. You know, these guys go out, they work something everywhere, you know. They work with well, fame rappers and everything else, but yeah. it's all about their hustle and how they make the call letters or the call sign of the station you work for work for you. That's true. That's true. That is true. All right. You're right about that. All right, man. Now, um, let's get into your comedy career. What's your favorite uh-huh. joke that you ever... I got a couple of them. But what's your favorite joke that you've that you done? Like, if you had to just say, my go-to joke. Uh, uh, well, I, I, it's, it's not my go-to, but my favorite 
to me, joke that I ever wrote was a joke that really symbolized, like it was it was so Chicago. I used to do this joke about uh, what if gangsters watch medieval movies and they started <laughs> incorporating medieval speech into their slang. How would something like that go? And then I would recreate a scene from uh, the movie First Night that stars Sean Connery and uh, Richard Gere but I would make it about folks in the malls. Now, it was something that I only did in Chicago. Right. But everywhere I did that joke, it was like, it was like, people always wanted me the folks in to the do malls. that joke in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, because right. only Chicago understand the folks in the malls. And you yeah, know, you know yeah. what else is funny, Leon? I was in uh, I was in Indiana, right? And I was playing ball. You know, immediately they was like, Come on, hey, Chicago, you know, they know you from Chicago. Don't, don't do no game banging and all that kind of shit. Let me ask you this question. I was shooting, I was just shooting shots, right? And then you know how you did I asked for my crib. And this is no lie. I asked for my crib and immediately this guy comes, hey, come on, man. We said no game banging in here, man. Let me get nah, no, no, no crips, no bloods and crips in here. I'm like, nah, nah. Right. I'm serious. Damn, I need yeah. my layup. They didn't understand that. Is is the crip, crip line. That's what we call it. Right. Yeah. Crip line. Now, is that just a Chicago thing? Cause I didn't even realize we've been saying this so long. I didn't even realize this. Uh, you know what? I, I I don't know, but I, I think that is a Chicago thing. But I think Hooper's uh it's different slang everywhere, but I think Chicago, we should just call it a crip line. Yeah. Like, you know, I can't even tell you why, but I just know that we should be like, man, let's get in the crip line. Like, yeah. you know, four games, during warm-ups, you know what I'm saying, or cats just playing line, let me get my crip, y'all. Yeah. I guess that was easy, a layup or whatever. It's so easy a cripple could do it. I don't know. But yeah, it was crip line. <laughs> Hey, but you know what? One of my favorite jokes, man, and I and I don't do the joke no justice, so you probably have to help it out because I, I I was trying to tell uh, Joe and my other host, Big Dog, about it. I remember, and I didn't have kids when I first heard you say it. You was talking about things that uh, that you thought when you your daughter was saying, and you and you were like, you know, I think she was. Oh saying, yeah, that that it joke should be totally innocent, like yeah. I'm, but me thinking like a father, right? Uh, I know a lot of stuff that they say right now is going to be. Uh, misconstrued when they get older so went to uh, Chuck E. Cheese and they went and dove there in the ball pit and they was like ooh I love the way the ball is still on my face I'm like hey ooh nah 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 get out the ball pit right now right right oh we go get we go get some ice cream and one of my daughters like oh daddy there's no cream in my mouth hey alright Put it in a bowl. I don't even want y'all sucking off straws no more. Pop up with a spoon. Hey, Leah, I didn't get that shit until until I had a daughter, man. I'm like, oh my god, I feel oh, the same exact way. Oh, uh, and this is like so, little st- little stuff like, you know, my wife says panties. I'm like, no, it's underwear. She's only five. Yeah. She don't have panties. Yeah. She's, uh, underwear. Yeah. No, it's panties. Yeah. I mean, like that's what comedy is all about, man. Like I find fuck with my kids, my act, my wife, my life, or just. You know, and then sometimes go a little dark. Like, for instance, I got a new joke I've been doing. Like, and I didn't really know how well it was going to be received when I first did it. But it, it kind of gets to, oh, you terrible. But people laugh. So I said, uh, my mother has an aunt. And uh, the aunt feels a little bad. She's like, y'all don't mess with me. Y'all don't come get me to do nothing. But her aunt has Parkinson's. And she lives way out. So you would have to go drive to get her. And they'd be like, well, why don't you get an Uber or whatever? She's like, no, I don't want no stranger driving me. Why can't one of y'all just come get me? 
we walk to them, and they'd be like, man, you just live so far out. And, you know, so the auntie was basically saying, y'all don't mess with me. I was like, yo, I love your auntie. I love when she come over to our house parties. She makes the best martinis ever. <laughs> and, and then I just keep going. Yeah. Nobody gets it. Then, like, three minutes later, people start laughing. They'd be like, oh, you ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so yeah. you understand why she makes. I said the joke is she makes the best martinis ever, and people are like, I don't get it. I'm like Parkinson's. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucked up. <laughs> I get you. Because <laughs> you gotta shake that shit. <laughs> that is fucked up. <laughs> Let's go back in the day. Let's go back in the day with Inside the Cave. Hey, we got a special guest today. Uh, he's going to participate in a couple things before he has to get out of here. Funny guy, man. I actually uh, saw this guy on uh, somebody who I follow. And she uh, reposted a, a, a segment he was doing at a, a comedy club. And I was like, man, I got to get this guy on the show. And I'm glad he was able to come on right away. What's up? Calvin Evans. Hey, hey. Hey. All right, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. How many Trump jokes have you done so far? Uh, I got. <laughs> I, I mean, cause I, it's, it's something everybody everybody do every every weekend. You turn on SNL, everybody doing Trump jokes. Yeah, yeah. So, I got I got two two jokes. Oh yeah. Can, and you, it, can, can you give one about is it about ruining one of your shows? Uh, I mean, I mean, like it, it's not even a joke. It's more so like the idea. Like I feel like Trump Trump may be an evil genius. He may be an evil genius, and in in, 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 a, in a backhanded way, he making the country actually. Better, like you think about in the, in the, the hundred days that he's been president. Yeah. Uh, women have come together, they march. Yeah. People stood up for Muslims. Yeah. Um, Mexicans, uh, Latinos, rather, they took a day off work to show, you know, like, like you know, we important in society. Like all this change is happening based on the people, and I feel like in like maybe like six to eight months when he's doing his exit interview. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody gonna bust into the press conference and be like, "Fuck you, Trump." Fuck you, you know, we did all this by ourselves. We don't need the government, we don't need politics. And Trump gonna be like, how's that going for you? They're gonna be like, it's going pretty damn good. And Trump gonna be like, would you say it's great? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, and that's just, just I mean, and no, he's not an evil genius. Yeah. I mean, that's the, but it's just like the irony that right. he's maybe, if, if he was a genius, he would make people hate him so much that we wouldn't depend on, on government and politics mm -hmm. to change, you know, what's going on. So that's kind of like, that's, that's my, my joke that I do. Just kind of make people think like, oh man, maybe right. we, we got to make things better ourselves yeah. and stop yeah. looking up like, oh man, maybe if he, you know, somebody. Hold on, go over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now here's a good one. Now, now here's a good one. We asked, we actually answered this one before, but I want to, I want you to get this. All right. Now I can't. I'll let you answer first, but even though we did it before, but Calvin, I want to get your opinion on this. And anybody else, you're welcome to give your opinion. That's right, y'all come over here. We go. We got a question. <laughs> uh, all right, so well, you can ask it here as long as you're here. All right, so uh, somebody wrote in and said, "Me and my man have been together for for years, and he's good to me." I'm just curious: is it normal that he refers to my brother from a different marriage as my brother with the pretty eyes? He is very complimentary of my brother as he talks about his beard, hair, eyes, and eyes. Is it weird? Um, first, what? What is a brother from another marriage? Like a stepbrother. Oh, step. Okay, because you may sound like she got married to somebody, got divorced. And like, <laughs> but he's still my brother, though. That's what it sounds like. Like, no, nah, it ain't your. No, nah, he's an acquaintance now. 
<laughs> um, yeah, that's that's questionable. That's suspect. That's that's real. Like that's suspect. I mean, I, I get like you can compliment a dude. Like you could be like, I mean, if you're securing your in your manhood, you be like, man, this, he's a nice looking dude. You know, he keep yourself together. I, I've never referred to any a dude like that. You you have? No, I can't say I have. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm I'm confident. If, if somebody look good, like I say, man, he's a good looking dude. You know, if I'm if I'm speaking of that person. Joe, you think I'm a good looking dude? No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a question. Now, ask, tell me how you would answer this. You say, hey, talk to somebody, hey, I got a buddy for your friend. And then girl, well, how he look? I mean, what do you tell him? Well, we got we got take we got Facebook and social media, you can pull up a picture. You'd be like, oh, he's got gorgeous eyes. Yeah, oh my he's God. He's got great muscles, yeah. great pecs. It's not it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Exactly. Like <laughs> I've <laughs> never I've never referred to another man eyes. Like I've never his eyes, man. You could just fall. You, you could just dive into him, man. Just be I was about to say, like, he's bad. Bad. <laughs> somebody told he said, me, man, y'all, you got to get, get that shit taken care of. The same exact mask here for 20 years. But, yeah, did you know there was freckles on his face? Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck you mean? Did you know there were freckles on his face? I thought it was acne. I didn't know. Are you serious? I feel you because I didn't know he had freckles either until somebody pointed it out. You liar, CB. I thought it was acne. He looked like acne to me. But, okay, so, yeah, D is 6'5", and he's losing his hair. That's how I would describe him. Light skin, <laughs> six foot five. They're going to say, I passed. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I, I got a hookup. Yeah, that's all I know about him. No. Now, hey, talk about, now this is what I want to know. We had another kill yourself and start over about a guy, what's that, her, her husband or boyfriend who wants to go on the cruise? Oh, yeah, that was last episode. Yeah. Last episode, a lady wrote in. It was her husband, right? Yeah. Her husband. Her yeah. husband. Her husband was going on a cruise with his guys. Is that a, is that not Now, a wait a minute. We're going to preface this story with said country ass ain't never been to a cruise before. <laughs> so he don't know what happens on a cruise. So to him, it's just, uh, I guess, hedonism. And men walking around just naked nipples out. Like to said, a listen, cruise listen. don't have like a buffet. I read you know? my history books. I know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> don't nobody tell me shit about a boat. He said important information. <laughs> Fuck all that recreational but, but, but honestly, if, if I asked you guys, hey, let's go on a cruise together, what would you say? What kind of cruise is it? Okay, Thank you. Thank you. When, when, if it, I just said, it, if it's a singles cruise, would you go? Yeah. This country nigga ain't been nowhere. Yeah, so just I, the guys, I, just the guys, it's a guys cruise. Like we just chill out doing guy stuff. Like, <laughs> it's all men cruise. Like man, we like doing real like guys. And see the thing, like I've never, I've never heard of dudes just going like, if, if like guys going to Vegas, we about to hit Miami. Right. Like that, that, that seems like, but a cruise is kind of like, like insular, where it's like we just own this boat. 
But you not and you just take but you take away that oh it's other people on the cruise. But yeah. who go on cruises? Because women Puffin go on show. cruise women go on cruises by themselves all the time. Bitches love cruises. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. He's like, no, bitches love cruises. But the bitches do. And it's the truth. When I was on that cruise, all I was thinking was, where is my team? I need to be taking over the stern of this bitch. Like, I was really enjoying myself, and I really wished my homegirls was there, too. And I can see how a guy, like, if, I, if I'm if i with my girls, I see a group of guys, all oh, this boat finna go down. Like, gotcha. he, he ain't never been on a cruise. So he doesn't believe that men go on cruises. No, I do, but I just believe they go with they ladies. And and, and I, to to his point, I, I agree. It, it, to say that a group of guys going on the cruise, I've never heard of that before. Me I just always heard like destination, like oh we going to this city and we gonna kick it and we gonna come back. Whatever we can do on that boat, motherfucker, we can do right. Period. <laughs> 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 now if you said I'm gonna invite my lady, you get your lady, my my cousin bringing his lady, let's go on the cruise. That's I'm a di- that's a different type of cruise um, then. That's called a couple's cruise. Just, at the end of the day, if you just get no hoes, do it here at the house. I'm thinking of myself, look, he got a he got something lined up. He ain't going there for no reason. Either he he undercover or he got, hey baby, I'm gonna tell my lady we doing this. Meet me down here, we're gonna hit it together like this. That's a hard sell. Cause if 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 I, if I this is what I'm saying, if for you, for you as a woman, if you say me and the girls we going on a cruise. Like that, it's like, it's like, but, but see, okay, and I know where you're going, and I try to preface it with, we gotta chill as women. If I man say I'm finna go with my guys on vacation, we gotta, we gotta be like, all right, cool. Like, we, it don't matter where, if you're going without me, I already think if you go to McDonald's without me, I'm like, this nigga up there flirting with that bitch working his way. He trying to holler at the girl. What I'm saying is, it's so more, it don't matter where you go. It's more permissible for women because women, y'all dance together at the club. Y'all get in a circle. It's just like, we don't fuck niggas. But, but I know. But, 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 yeah, yeah, that's what, let me finish, let me finish. But guys don't go to the club to be with guys. You see, I'm like, we'll roll together, but it's like, you get that, you break the fuck off. It's like, hey, you on your own. So so I, to your point, it's like, yeah, hey, I'm going. That's the only way I'm gonna be able to go on a cruise if I say the guy's coming. So that, that is a good cover, yeah. but it's a hard sell to be like, oh, me and me and my niggas finna go on a cruise. Like, we no, gotta no. be comfortable with our men not in our presence. If you like, go if to you the club and you're going somewhere, like, then maybe you shouldn't even be with Bay like that. See, you why, should be able to go to Wild Greens. That is, gonna, that is gonna make the best ex-wife there is. I can't <laughs> tell you. Man, she, see how she opened that bottle? See <laughs> After this, she drink Hennessy straight. Brown all that? Can't go make a good ex-wife. But I'm just saying, we as women, we got to stop with the, well, he want to go with his guy. Who he going with? It's so many women who invest so much of their energy on what another person is doing. You could be living. You could be on a cruise right now. Like, let him go on a cruise. Let him live his life. I don't think that we should encourage women to discourage their men to go out together. I appreciate, I appreciate that. Wait, no, you should be able to go out and hang out with your friends. Is Janet Jackson a hoe? Is Janet Jackson a hoe? You better bite your tongue. You uh, bite somebody your at this tongue. table thinks she's a hoe. See, and, and I disagree. And, and my, and I grew up, I, I love Janet Jackson growing up. I would say, I don't, I don't know where everybody she been with. Where was you with, Penny? <laughs> I don't know. I like 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 J Lo. You know they like you. She got like well, a, a now, see, the basis of that conversation started because you know she just got divorced. Okay. And the terms of the uh, prenup was after five years. She gets some money. Mm-hmm. 
So it was exactly five years. <laughs> she got divorced and got the money. Five hundred million dollars. I'm talking about when the calendar works you in your favor, won't he do it? Five hundred million. God damn. Now, <laughs> Ain't that much control. The no. control didn't make that much goddamn hey, money. Hell no. Like I said, <laughs> Jimmy Jam or Terry Lewis didn't give her none of that. Now, huh? They took what I said was her being a hoe. I called, I gave her husband a kill yourself and start over. No. Because, no yeah, bullshit. That's, you called Jimmy Jackson a hoe. But, well, and then that's no, told, that's I no said, money to this dude. I like said, this geez, Dubai billionaire could care less. It doesn't less. matter. He still. It does matter. CB, and we always have this argument. Stop putting yourself, don't put your shoes in no billionaire spot. Because you don't know what you would do if you had a bill. If you had a mil, if you had $1,000, you're not really sure <laughs> what <laughs> steps you would take. you don't have $1,000. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what billionaire, like, I really truly believe, like, billionaires don't even eat like me. Like, billionaires probably just cut it a different way. Or, like, if I had a billion dollars, you know, a billion dollars? Did he pay you probably wouldn't be sitting here with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you mean Belize on a dirty couch? <laughs> on a dirty couch with did some coconut trees. Wait for a cruise to do The point I was trying to say is that all he did was buy some pussy. That's what he did. That's, no. what, he, that's what he was. But he that's bought, Janet Jackson pussy. That's that. not like Latrice at Burger King's. <laughs> that's Janet Jackson. Oh, Janet Jackson. Jackson. This is the second time I heard Who the hell is Latrice? I'm just saying, that's, that's my general name, you know, for, you know, not Janet Jackson's. Nah, like, it, you guys can say it however you want to say it. He, that's what he did. He made a transaction. Janet Jackson was Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. That's what she was. She was a prostitute. She's well, a hooker. Well, I feel like. No, nah, it doesn't make, she doesn't make, she doesn't make her a bad businesswoman. I don't have a problem with that. I'm talking about him. You could have got some cheaper pussy than that. But not Janet Jackson, but a lot though. younger. It wouldn't have been and, Janet maybe, Jackson. And, and that's the thing, I, I, like what you were saying. My money, everything is relative. So, like you say, a thousand dollars, you come ask me for two dollars, it's, it's whatever. Right, right, right. I ain't so, got it, man. I ain't on, got it. Yeah, so you got a billion dollars, I mean, you got to spend. Oh, but you don't have a billion, so you're not really sure what it feels like. Like a billion is a different so, amount. I'm, my issue was not with Janet Jackson. My issue was with him. You, you said it was a sucker move on his, yeah, on his like, behalf. Why you follow a hoe? What is a hoe? What's the definition of a hoe? Someone who sells pussy, right? No, according to you, somebody who got more money than you. No, I did not say that. I said Janet Jackson because she sold. But see, there we go. We're talking about Janet Jackson. It was a sex. If you sign on the dotted line, these are the terms. And let's look at it realistically. Like Janet wasn't no spring chicken. So getting that baby in her, leaving the baby in her long enough to make a fetus. She, she, she fifty. Janet is not a young woman. You know what I mean? I'm not. She still. It was a still sex transaction. Okay, so you're telling me that he don't want Janet Jackson he, as a baby mama? He wanted to sleep with Janet Jackson. But wait, 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 no. But why, but why get married then? Right. If it was that simple, he could have just been like. when you're a billionaire, you want control over somebody. That's what, oh, that's man, what it is. He know what a billionaire wants. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't say that. He, he could have slept with Janet Jackson while listening to the album. I mean. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, 
it, way it, it is. It is fishy that it ended right at five years. At like that, five that's just like, dang, she, right. you gotta cut. The How check. come they couldn't have just been like, all right, check it. So uh, we got three three little eggs left that we can like fertilize. We gonna fertilize these eggs. I'm not sticking up for her because I don't know what a bill. I've never been married to a billionaire, so I don't know what my game plan would be. I don't know. Never. And if I was, look, let me tell you something. I ain't never been married to nobody because I can't get a billionaire. So where I am right now, if I had a billionaire, I would start like calculating numbers, looking at calendars, adding, subtracting. Like like, I said, I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about him. He could have found some cheaper. Sex that. But he didn't become a billionaire from making rash decisions. Oh, so I think did. that I think he knew what he was doing. Though. Okay, all right. The well. shameful part about it is he dead ass serious. He ain't joking. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, she, hey. she she was Julia Roberts. Remember the movie Pretty Woman? Yeah, I remember. That's that. that's what Janet Jackson was. Do you love a good rom com, CB? People, people <laughs> rom com, romantic comedy. She still ain't no home. I like okay. Dirty Dancing. All right, so okay, so yes. now we brought up Janet Jackson. So let's say. Who else have we talked about here? Talked about Latrice. Who's Latrice? <laughs> that <laughs> bitch at Burger King. Trying to steal my Don't want to sell me no food. Okay, so here, we go. here we go, Calvin. This is the last question we'll let you go. You got Janet Jackson, Latrice from Burger King, and the beautiful cat right here. Okay? Aww. Marriage, one night stand, or long term affair? Or ex wife, because according to CB, I'm. Marriage, one night stand, long term affair. Long term affair. So you said, yeah, Janet Jackson. Well, you can pick. I'm gonna say long-term affair with Latrice. Okay. Because she seemed like she had like menial jobs that could hook you up with shit. <laughs> like she ain't never, like, she ain't never gonna have no great job, but she always gonna have like a job where you like, hey man, throw me some, you know. She always got a plug. Yeah, yeah, set some shit aside for me. That's a great point. Um, like the way marriage affair, long-term <laughs> commitment. Um, Marriage is long term. Cat, <laughs> I don't, I don't know you that well, mm-hmm. but I like, I'm, I'm, a, I, I would probably marry you. I like your, your views on like, you know. You lady. would marry Cat? I mean, like I said <laughs> again, I don't know, but in the show, talking to she seems, she seems secure with herself, and if she want, if I say, hey, I want to go on a cruise with the fellas, she be like, do you? <laughs> 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 and I, peace. Wow. Um, and you gotta go to the dirty couches and please, like, take some apples with you. <laughs> <laughs> Look for Dylan. He's got he's underneath a coconut tree. You just got cat. You just got cat a hook. Yeah, thanks, honey. Oh, that was a good choice too. I'm damn. Good. You said Mary, long term. So Janet, the only thing left. Janet, yeah. So I mean, whatever left for Janet, I, I do that with Janet. Whatever. Fucked up. Janet well, shit, she, she got it. She got five hundred million, so we kicking. <laughs> Janet, all of them, and I'm, I'm coming too. Hello, I'm, hello. Hey. I'm we all going to Janet's house. I'm babysitting. Shit, Janet, hello. going, going too. I watch the, I watch this. Look, I'm talking about baby. rocking the baby to sleep. All right, <laughs> Janet, you need anything? You good? You want some cornbread or something? All right, Janet. Yeah, Janet ain't gonna fuck with me. She ain't getting half of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That shit don't add up for her. She like, no. Nah. <laughs> All right, that was Calvin Evans on Inside. Let's go back in the day. Let's go back in the day with Inside the Cave. Welcome to Inside the Cave. Comedian Tyson Paul. I just watched uh, one of your, uh, I think it was last year's comedy special you were doing. And uh, you were talking wow. about uh, <laughs> your white friends. You know, or your white roommate, I think it was. You want to talk talk about that real quick? Your ra- well, I ain't gonna say he's racist, but you know, he 
says something that could be deterred oh, nah, to nah, you, bro. Nah, nah. <laughs> see, see, I think like California, because uh, in California, like black people in California are different than black people anywhere else. Right. Like black people in California really don't think the rest of the world is as racist as everywhere else is. We just kind of like have racist moments. Like, we think that the white people in California aren't racist to us. It's just, like, something happens that makes it look racist. Like, I had a roommate in college uh, named Cameron. He's still one of my best friends to this day. And um, my friend Cameron, like, would put me in my place sometimes because when I, when I was going to college, I went to pretty much, like, an all-white college. So I would adapt and start acting like them and then at the moment though like you know cam sometimes have to put me in my place be like hey yo remember you black like so <laughs> so he had to do that he had to do that from time to time but give me, so, an, give um, me an example of a time he had to do that to you that's funny <laughs> he did he had to do it uh one time i was coming up from work and um I guess I, I, I don't know if I did something or what before I left for work, but when I got back, he was like, hey, Tyson, was like, man, I need you to do me a favor. He was like, I need you to smell this candle. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, man, I just got off, like, whatever. Like, okay, like, I smell it. And he was like, dude, I guarantee you know what that smell is. And I was like, no, I don't. I was like, it smells like a regular-ass candle to me. And he was like, no, I smell it again. I was, so I smelled it again. I was like, dude, this smells like a regular-ass 98 cent story camp, bro. Like, what, what are you telling me? He was like, dude, I'll give you one more chance. And if you don't know the smell, if you know the smell, I guarantee you I'll give you like five bucks. But like, whatever, smelt it one more time, right? And I was like, man, it just smells like a regular white candle. And he was like, bro, read the label. So I read the label and I was like, man, like I was so like nonchalant about it. <laughs> I was like, man, this shit just says first time cotton. And, like, he looked at me, and I looked at him. I was like, you know what, bro? I should have knew what that shit was. Man, my bad. <laughs> like, so, so the candle said, so there was a candle was the called candle, picking, freshly picked cotton. Freshly picked cotton. Get the, now that's funny. That is funny. I, I, I got a, that is funny as hell, bro. I, I tell you, I cracked up laughing first. I, hey, you know, I got a, I, I say this on the show that I'm, like, one of the only people on the show that does have white friends I, I i grew up around a lot of white people and i'm proud of my white friend but as i got older yeah. i was able to adapt more and i and i had a, i have a co-worker that referred to me as the whitest black guy he ever met and i was like really i mean and, and you know and you know i tell you what me and his, our relationship was to the point where we would just try to see how far we could go as far as saying racist shit to each other. And I mean, and we, and we pushed it to the limit. And I, I tell you, if you would look at some of the text messages that's between us, like to this day, we still do it. It will set black people oh, back man. about 50 years. Martin Luther King will be rolling in his grave. Malcolm X would, would probably have me killed. I mean, the Black Panthers <laughs> would be so... You OJ right now. You yeah. OJ right now. <laughs> <laughs> they looking at you. You OJ America right now. Oh man! Uh, but no, it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that because like I get that all the time too. Like around my, but usually that's right. Like when like they see other black people, yeah. us, like 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 they'll hang out with another black person and it'll be like, oh, like well they did this. I think 
I was like, yeah, all black dudes do that. And they were like, nah, I mean, they were like, yo, black, but they were like, black, like, what? Like, I'm black. I think we're like, talking think about the same funny. guy. I swear he used to do the same thing I'm to me. Free. <laughs> he used to. I mean, you, I mean, they was, but they was like black, black though. He would say <laughs> stuff to me like he would say stuff to me like, uh, "Man, you know, you speak so well." I was like, "Huh?" Said, oh yeah. yeah. I, I like. I just can't believe you yeah, speak oh. so well. <laughs> yeah, I get that all the time. Oh, I get man. that all the time. They'll be like, they be like, man, you speak like perfect English. Oh, perfect English? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought you'd be like Ebonics. Yeah. Like, oh, like, I'm gonna correct you when you say words. It's like you're polite to people. Yeah. Like the funniest thing is, uh, have you seen that? Uh, have you seen that thing on Netflix that you show uh, your white people? I keep it's hearing up. about it. I got. I'm gonna check it out. Okay, um, well, I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's a scene in there where it defines, like, pretty much, like, what me and you go through all the time. Like, mm-hmm. there's the black dude, there's a black dude at the party, with, at his white friend's party, and his white friend is, like, giving him all kinds of treats, he's having a good time, and then, uh, they start dancing, and, you know, future, uh, future song comes on, and, uh, and the white dude starts rapping, and he starts saying a few words, like, he's this thing's nigga it's like in it mm-hmm. like throughout it and then the black dude was like dancing he was dancing right by him he heard him and he was like hey man don't say that he's, and the white dude was looking at him like say what he's like don't say nigga it's like he, he was like man I ain't racist he's like I know but I just don't want you to say it and he, and the white dude was like man look I brought you to my house let you drink some beer he's talking to my girls man I can't hear a nigga rap which is true cause that's, that's like the normal thing that white people was like like go across because I made a joke one time about white people I was like hey white people I just have one question for y'all I was like when you guys are silent reading and the word nigga comes up in the book do you guys still say it or do you blank it out like you were saying it out loud right, right. and they were like we don't we don't say it we don't say it no, we'll <laughs> I was see. like I mean you can I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna hear you or anything like that but yeah I understand totally how that goes so I, you know what off. I tell you <laughs> what um, I always wonder stuff like that too because see my um, <laughs> I grew up. Well, I don't want. Well, okay. My the older people in my family, they're straight from Mississippi, so I know that growing up, if I brought like a white guy home and said this was my buddy, or when I, my mom had birthday parties and invited white guys and stuff like that, there are white people there. I always wonder what exactly. The older people in my family was thinking like because i know where they came from it was none of that <laughs> like you know it wasn't oh yeah and this they, is this they, is in they, the they 90s hate, so, so yeah so i'm <laughs> thinking like <laughs> so i always wonder like because you know sometimes we you know uh i think i think older black people are more racist than, than any white person that is i mean i've heard some stuff from from <laughs> from older black people it's like Oh wow! Hey, I tell you, let me tell you a funny story real quick. I was working with a guy, and uh, we were, uh, you know, you work on an assembly line. You're gonna be with that person for eight hours straight, so you're working right across from that person. So you got to get to know him. So uh, this guy, everybody thought he was, you know, racist, and I and I didn't think he, I didn't think he was racist because, to me, it just he didn't like lazy people. He was at a point in his life where he was just. You know, all about work, 
and coming home taking care of his family. So he was just not a, a he was against lazy people. So if someone took that as he was against black people, that's a that's a them problem. So I got a chance to get really get a chance to know him real good. And so I at, uh, I asked him one time. I said, "Hey, tell me a black joke." He said, "What?" I said, "Come on, I know you guys talk about it. Just tell me a black joke." He said, "No, nah, I can't do that." I said, "Come on, just tell just tell me a black joke." And I can't remember them all. Finally, I convinced him. It took. It, I'm not gonna say like I told him to tell me a black joke, and he just like, "All right, good," and just jumped right right in and took told me a black joke. It took him a while, but after a while, I convinced him. He told me a black joke. Now the first two were actually pretty funny. I forget what I forget exactly what they were. He said, but after a while, he was like. Can I tell you another one? I was like, all right, I guess you're really into this now. Like, this is something you've been really wanting to do. The last one, <laughs> he was talking about the way black people walk, and I, you have to just see somebody do it. And I was like, I, I was almost ready to jump across the line. Like, you son of a bitch, you can't say that shit. <laughs> he said, hey, I was thinking that wasn't funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, he said, wait a minute. <laughs> Cause like a lot of my white friends have a can't believe that I'm a big Bon Jovi fan. I've been a Bon Jovi fan since I'm yeah. an '80s baby. Like, how could you not be yeah. an '80s baby and 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 not right. know Bon Jovi? Like that is like they were just shocked. Like Bon Jovi came to town oh. one time and I wanted to buy tickets. You're like, you can actually go to a Bon Jovi concert? Like, hell, if I can get the tickets, yeah, I will go. Yeah. And they're like, they, they were, oh, I no, mean, me. shocked the shit out of them. I'm, they couldn't I'm, believe it. Yeah, I'm. I'm Concerts and seeing those uh, drunk white women there, man. I mean, they're they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, if you got like if you got a main chick, 
Aaron Slap chick, and you trying to make your side chick feel like a main chick, you got to take her to these old shows. You got to take her <laughs> like, to a fair, a fair concert or something. You got to make her, because every side chick, even though she knows she's a side chick, she wants to feel like the main chick. So, but you got to, you got to make sure you take them to different places. Like, take them to the like restaurant, but it only look like it's twelve people in there. But the restaurant looks nice. Like, take yeah. it here. You know? <laughs> yeah. hey, take it to comedy shows. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad yeah. you're coming on here, helping uh, a lot of us uh, because we have a lot of listeners that have uh, main chicks and wives and, and side chicks, and you know, so I'm glad that you are helping my those sister, people. My sister started. My sister started at daycare, full side chicks. Uh, <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait! You said your yeah. sister started a daycare for side chicks. Yes, yeah, she started. So you're serious. This this is not this is not a a, a bit you're doing. You're telling the truth. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Shout out to your sister. Would you care to give her uh give her information now, just in case we got any people in the California area that needs to drop their side chicks off or anything? It's, it's, nah, it's on by referral. See, oh. that's like, it's by referral. You can't give out that information because somebody <laughs> might, might find out that's how you get caught. Uh, like, you secret society. I got you. Secret society. I said the same Is it like a non non for profit agency? Is, that, is this what she kind of? That's what it sounds like to me. I, I guess maybe she <laughs> did. Maybe she did sign it up non profit. She's like, I like this side chicks I, I think this is a difference between a side chick and a mistress though I think people need to understand the difference because like I think a mistress is is, is better for a relationship not that um not that me as a married man happily married man would ever be interested in anything like this but I really do yes very happily never been this, out here in these streets. never never <laughs> been as happy as I am right now happily married but I do think for yeah. people who need someone on the side, I think they should, they, 
make sure you understand that there is a big difference between a side chick and a mistress. A side chick is someone you have to help out. A mistress helps you out. I know I got I got good buddies, man, that has a have great mistresses, man. And their mistresses buy stuff. Oh, seriously, they, they remind them of their wedding anniversaries. They buy things for their kids, grandkids. Hell, they that's, buy that's stuff. That's not a mistress, that's a secretary. That's a but that's what that's what that's what a mistress is for. That's what a mistress is for. You probably filled out an application for that role. Yeah, yeah man, they have great stuff. So if you haven't learned anything else <laughs> on Inside the Cave today, make sure you know the difference between a side chick and a mistress. Get you a mistress. Mistresses are great for relationships. Side chicks, uh, we're kind of iffy on them, but good mistresses. Actually, don't. um, no, uh, I mean it depends. It depends on how old you are. Like if you're in your twenties, get side chick. Number side chick, like a side chick is just a second relationship. Yeah, you're that's right. It. You just got two relationships. That's true. That's it. Like if you if you in the age like if you in your thirties, get your mistress. Yeah, if you're <laughs> married, if, if you're married, you need a mistress. Yeah. You don't need a side chick. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You can't you can't have a wife and a side chick. That's that's just, yeah. that you just you know you're still trying to live in your twenties. Like don't don't do that. Like because right. because the only thing the only thing I'm saying the only reason I say like you need to get a mistress when you're in your thirties. Is because in your twenties, anything that happens to you in your twenties, you can survive that. You can you can bounce back. Like if you, because most of the time, your side chick, it never fails. She gonna want that promotion someday. Yeah. She, I mean, she been playing her position all the time. That's even true. even Pete Myers wanted to be Michael Jordan. You yeah, know that sucks. But a mistress know, know her place. Things, yeah, Mitch going always no, Mitch is not even it's not even a place. She's just like, Look, this is what I got going on, I know what you got going on, we gonna be here and that's it. Yeah. Like they go on about their merry way. They go on about their merry way. I mean, you might wanna be nice to them or something like that and buy them something every once every six years or something, but that's it. Yeah. The mistress already know what she's there for. I'm here I'm here just for the bedroom. That's it. Yeah. Like yeah. side chicks, side chicks, nah. Like I'm here just in case like your main chick is gone, I can replace her. Like, cause basically what I'm doing, I'm an assistant manager to the manager right now. Right. But I'm always looking for that promotion. Yeah. And stuff. Cause yeah. chicks love. Like I tell I tell my friends all the time. Cause my friends like to you know like some of them like to have side chicks too. Like and I tell them all the time I was like hey look man like I'm telling you right now you you playing with fire. Oh, yeah. when one of these days one of these days she gonna wake up mm-hmm. and she gonna love to sabotage your whole thing oh god every every woman knows every woman knows that a man has an ego yeah and every woman would love nothing more than to crush that ego no, so man. if she can sabotage your life yeah. <laughs> and yeah. get away with it she will do it someday when she gets fed up when she gets yeah. fed up with playing second fiddle she gonna do it someday. Hey, do you but mind? You, I think do, you, do you mind if we move on from this? This this is kind of hitting close to home for a lot of people that's listening right now. <laughs> you mind moving on? Hey, but shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. 